Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Had a little bit of time off, had a little bit of scheduling situations, but we are back with today's guest, and this is going to be a rocking show. You're going to want to definitely hang for the full version of this because we were, we were chatting in the uh, pre-show today and just great, great topics. And we had a huge audience. It was just a great time. And uh, this is going to be good. So we thank you for being here with us as we interview people from all around the world, all walks of life, different experiences and backgrounds and testimonies who all are seeing the healing happen. Seriously, guys, this is so just so cool. And today joining me is a gentleman who is a host and trainer at Inside Out Training and Equipping School. He is also a, a minister and board member of the Holy Spirit-led ministries, HSLM. And this guy is all over the place in healing and discipling and praying for people and all kind of cool stuff. Joining us from the area of Ewing, Virginia, Mr. Tony Myers. Tony, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my bro? I'm doing good, and I appreciate you inviting me. I'm happy to have you, bro. So let's get right into this. Let's talk about uh, some healing testimonies. What have you seen out in the field that's uh, kind of cool, kind of crazy, kind of out there? What can you share? Uh, one of the craziest ones that I loved was I was in Little Caesars, and I love pizza. So I visited Little Caesars quite a bit. Well, this one, the the young girl, she was probably 18, 19 years old, and she had a arm thing on, uh, I guess you call it a sling or something. And I was like, so what's going on with you? And there I see her working with one hand. And at the time, there was no one in there. And so I was talking to her, just what's going on? And she told me she had cracked her elbow. And so I give her the short version of my testimony. And I just said, in Jesus' name, be healed. And I'm like, how's the pain? And she's like, it's gone. Some t and I pray very quickly normally. I turn around and look. There's 10 people standing behind me. <laughs> Watching this, she takes her sling off after she had just told me that she was not supposed to move it at all. And when I turned around and I see all these people, I turn back around. She's got her sling off. And now she's really, she's starting to move and rock and get, you know, get people taken care of. I stepped aside. And then as I was walking out the door, all of a sudden, there were like three or four of the people come to me. Will you pray for me for this? Will you pray for me for that? And so I turned around, was praying for him. There was a wrist, there was a foot, and I forget what all else. And so then I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a cool one. Um, another super cool one was, and this was about a year ago, um, I traveled to three different cities. They're all two hours away from me. And... um and that's for my work. And I just disciple in the rest area. And at this rest area, there was a pilot gas station is what it was. Yeah. And there was a bus. 
there there was a bunch of young people, probably between 12 and 14, coming in and out, and then they all gathered in one area. And so I was like, wow, this is a perfect time. So I just walk up and I start yelling my testimony. And I'm like, who needs prayer? And it was kind of like a Todd White thing. <laughs> it was crazy. And so all of them start gathering up. And I started praying for them one by one, you know. And then I guess the teachers come up and they're like, hey, you're doing an awesome thing, but we got to go. And I'm like, okay, everybody line up. Y'all run past me. And as you're running past me, I'm going to shout just whatever I feel the Holy Spirit's telling me. And so that's exactly why I did, and it was just absolutely crazy. So it sounds to me like you're kicking off healing revivals everywhere you're going. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. And um, then, then let's, oh, okay. Um, there was a man probably in his 30s or 40s. We were in front of a pain clinic, and he had had a hip replacement, so his hip was steel or whatever they use, and he couldn't bend, and you could tell all his movements were real slow, and he's like, dude, I'm just in pain, and I was like, okay, be healed in Jesus' name, and I said, move. All of a sudden, he just hits the ground, and he's bending, and his eyes are like, wait a minute, I can't do that. I'm like, well, you're doing it, and he's there moving around, moving around, and then he's like, wait a minute, my pacemaker's gone. And I was like, whoa, you had a pacemaker, and that was gone. And so for he didn't even go inside the pain clinic. He had he called his wife, had her come and get him, and just left. And I was like, "Thank you, Jesus." And um, oh my gosh, there's so many of them. <laughs> but um, I had thought of another one. Let's see. Oh yeah, here's here's another crazy one. This was inside of a church. And they asked me to pray for this fellow that had his leg amputated. And the pastor of this church said, Tony, will you please pray for this fellow for phantom leg pain? I'm like, sure. And this was like just two weeks after my healing or maybe a month. I'm terrible at times. So anyhow, um, so I pray for him for the phantom pain. It goes away. I'm like, well, why am I stopping here? Like, grow out. And he said, well, I said, take off your prosthetic. He's like, I've got to go to the bathroom. It's going to take 30 minutes. I'm like, I got 30 minutes. And so I said, go, go ahead and go. Just take the thing off. And so He's there, and I forget what I was doing. I think I was talking to someone or praying for someone. All I hear is, Tony, Tony, Tony. And I look, 
and this fellow's got his prosthetic in his arm, and he is standing on two legs. No, really? Yes. Wow. And I was like, oh, you just go, Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And there, there's a bad portion to that story in that uh, the leadership of that church would not recognize the fact his leg grew back. Yeah. I went, walked up to him and said, let this dude give his testimony. And they literally acted like they did not hear me. And so that is why I am so passionate about let's hear the truth, folks. You know, um, but but yeah, I mean, uh, then there's another time that I saw an arm. Now, the arm was about 10 inches shorter because of accidents, car wrecks, and um, she had, originally I started praying for her back pain which went away. She started being able to move and run around and all that. And then she showed me her arm. That was It was about 10 inches shorter than the other one. And she told me it was car wrecks. They had removed bone and all this other stuff. And I'm like, let's go for it. And so I, I was like, arm, grow out. She was holding both arms in front of her, and it would go zip. And grow out an inch or two. Zip, grow out an inch or two. Zip, grow out an inch or two. It wound up being longer. I was like, okay, go back in a little bit. And it did. And then about 10 minutes later, her cousin comes up, and she's there showing her cousin. And so some awesome, incredible stuff. So out of all these healings that you've done, what would you say is one that you maybe had to fight the longest to get? Because it sounds like you get results pretty quick, but, you know, in healing ministry, you deal with some that are a battle sometimes. So what, what's what been like a long-term one that you've maybe had to deal with? Unfortunately, I've had a few of those. Um, I would, well, you know, I'll, I'll give this one. It was um, Lou Gehrig's disease. And I I physically went up to Chattanooga four times, I think, and prayed for this fella. But I would pray for him all the time over the phone. And this was over about a year and a half. And, you know, this, this is actually one of, one of my stories that the healing did not happen. And he passed away a year and a half later, and his wife called me. And what, what, every time he received prayer, he would improve. He would improve. And and then, for whatever reason, which I don't know to this day, he passed away. But his wife, that has fueled her desire to see more healings. And so me and her talk, and she she's been out with me before, where where I've just given her examples and got her to do it, but that has lit her on fire to know the truth, and for herself to walk in it, and so, uh, and 
a long drawn out one that was successful would be um I prayed for a fellow with a brain tumor. He had already had three surgeries removed this thing over like ten years. It kept coming back. And this time it was unsure he would even survive a surgery. And so every single day for, oh my gosh, I think it was two months, I went and prayed for him. And I would spend time with him. He was in a wheelchair. He could talk some words, but he could you couldn't really understand him until you were around him for a little bit. And his mother was always there. And he was in his 40s. And so every day after work, I would stop by, pray for him, pray for him, pray for him. And variants, most time just small little things. One time his he would get strong, and then the next time he would be back to the way he had been. Well, push come to shove, turned around. Uh, he was going to the hospital to have the surgery and that was at four o'clock in the morning. They, they were loading them up and I went there, prayed for him one last time. And then somehow we lost touch. I, I didn't find out. And then one day my wife was in the same nursing home and she saw him. And he was walking, he was talking, and he told her that um, they were fixing to release him and that uh, the MRI showed normal. And he, he did not have to have the surgery. And so they just were keeping him there just to keep observing him because they thought that they were going to have to have surgery. So... That was an awesome one. <laughs> yeah, those are great to hear. And uh, listeners, we did a little long in this segment because I wanted to hear the couple of these great stories that we were uh, alluded to in the pre-show. So uh, we're a little long in this segment. We're going to actually take our first break now. When we come back, we're going to hear about Tony and his background, his experience, and his testimony. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast right back after this. Hey everyone, Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, you know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. All right, listeners, we are back on the second segment of this episode of the Heal the Sick podcast. Tony Myers joining us. And, you know, you heard some great testimonies of healing in that first segment of different people, different walks of life, just everything. I love how that always comes together every week on the show. And you can hear any of our previous guests, as you recall, anytime at our website at dominionfire.com, where you'll find the podcast listed there, all the episodes, the full catalog is on there. You'll also find it at iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. Make sure you go check those all out. Also, 
If you go to youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church, that is the vlog that we've put together called the DeFire Vlog. I have a lot of stuff coming your way. I'm just, as soon as I get to it, it'll get posted. But make sure you subscribe there. It's all free and everything. And the more subscribers and likes and everything that we get, the higher up we go in the rankings. Same deal with iTunes. So uh, please be active and engage and share and make this thing go viral. And let's get this message out to the world because people need to hear this guy. So uh, again, when we were talking with Tony, he was uh, in the pre-show part of the uh, before before we recorded uh, this segment, uh, we were talking about stuff that he's been through and some common things that we've shared. And you got a, a great story, Tony. So um, let's hear it. Give me your background and experience and give us the full rundown on you. All right. Well, uh, I've been an atheist my whole life. And uh, with the exception, when I was like eight years old, I was born to a Catholic family. And I got tired of Catholic Church real quick, and I was pretty wild. Started drinking when I was around eight, and hit drugs real, real early. Struggled with that all my life. Um, joined the military, and then uh, in 2006, I started getting symptoms, and it's also... Uh, I met my wife, the first Christian woman I'd ever known, and we just talked on the phone on the internet and stuff. But uh, I was starting to get, I was a welder at the time. I was starting to get extremely tired, um, and I was starting to get to where I wasn't hungry. I, I would eat like every other day, then stretched out. Then I decided to move from Alabama to Virginia and um, have a face-to-face -face relationship with this woman, I had told her that uh, I had a problem with God. I, I did not tell her I was an atheist. I just said, me and God have a problem. You can read a Bible. You can go to church. You can do whatever. Don't involve me. Meanwhile, um, I accepted Christ in 2010. Now this whole time in between, I kept getting worse and worse. I got to the point I was falling all the time. Uh, got to the point I wasn't eating for weeks at a time. And um, things were getting serious. And then on top of that, I had extreme back problems. And uh, my list of every part of my body was affected. And so, fast forward, kind of, because it's a long story, and I'm trying to shorten it up, but December 23rd, 2010, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I did accept Christ. By that time, I was already paralyzed. I had been diagnosed. Well, the diagnosis came about a week later, I believe. Anyhow, I accepted Christ then. And then I was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. I was already, my speech was impaired. I would slur my words. Um, my fingers were already paralyzed. They were in a fist. And I still hadn't read the Bible. But uh, one way or the other, my wife found a church. I went to church for the first time in 2009 
And throughout the whole thing, I might have gone to church 12 times just because of the way my physical health was starting to get. And now I got baptized. I accepted Christ December 23rd, 2010. I didn't tell nobody. Didn't know to tell anyone. Just one day I happened to pop off and told told my wife, I accepted Christ. And it was very emotional. And I had tears and all that stuff. I accepted him the best I could then. And then I, I was baptized in 2011 in the wheelchair. That was right at the same time they gave the diagnosis of Lou Gehrig's disease. I had had no plans of saying this, but out, out of my mouth came the words, Jesus will heal me. And they just slipped out to the doctors, then the social workers, then the nurses. And I remember my wife like looking at me and she was like, whoa. And, and then um, the day I was healed was July 4th, 2012. There there's so many experiences in between, but I had given up. I went from declaring the Lord was going to heal me to where I was speaking death. Still hadn't read the Bible. I had heard certain things like Paul's thorn in the flesh. So I had only let the church pray over me three times. And that was it. Um, and that was in the early stages. So I had all, I had given up two weeks before my healing. I ran my wheelchair down Highway 58 trying to get someone to hit me. Obviously, no one did. And um, then a week before my healing, my speech and swallowing therapist, I, I had a home health care team. My speech and swallowing therapist came in the house, and he was white. And he's like, I saw you walking. And by that time, I really couldn't speak much at all. And my voice was really faint and really slurred, and I was like, you're crazy. And um, then, on July 4th, 2012, I woke up thinking the same thing that I'd always thought, how to kill myself. Now, my stomach was completely paralyzed. I had gone six months, approximately, uh, without food. The nurse had never heard my stomach so much as gurgle, and um, I didn't realize it, but the Lord was sustaining me. All they could do was put little drops of insure in my mouth, and all they could get was 150 calories down me, which was just staying in my stomach. So the Lord was working in me without me even knowing it. So that morning, I woke up thinking the same thing. Okay, how do I end this? I was tired of watching my wife struggle. She, I, The health, home health care people would come in two, three times a week, but she was struggling. 
all by herself. And so I was like, this this has got to end now. And by this time, I mean, I could have died at any time. And as at 1.45, the thought came to me, Jesus suffered far more for me than I'm suffering. And then I started out imagining him being scourged at the whipping post. And it, then it transformed into like an open vision to where like I was actually there and saw it. And then I saw him being crucified, hung on hung on the cross, and a peace fell over me. I had never known peace. I had had severe uh, PTSD. I, uh, my mind was not right. I'd been, uh, I'd been a drug addict. I'd been an alcoholic. I had never felt a peace like this. And then now I know it was the Holy Spirit prompting me to say this stuff. But I said, Jesus loves me. And I said that three times. And then I said, back pain, go. And I said, I said, I said as best as I could. I was in the living room alone. All of a sudden, the back pain left. And when you're in a wheelchair 24-07 and absolutely uh, no pains, no pain meds because it wasn't being put in my system. So I was in extreme pain all the time. And so just the back pain leaving brought a sense of relief. And then and then it turned out that I said, fingers move. And they just started moving. That's where I showed my wife. She didn't know what was going on. I said, Jesus, be willing that I'll come back walking. And um, went back to the living room. And I just had legs move. They hit the floor. I said, Jesus, don't let me fall. And I got up and started walking. And my wife says I looked like Frankenstein. Um, But then from that point forward, everything started working. So then uh, we, and it took really three weeks. But within three days, I was walking four miles a day with my dogs. Um, and, and I was, uh, on the side of the church that I was attending at the time, weed eating. And so, but then anyhow, that day we decided to go to the worship service they were having outside of the mall and show everybody our church was having it. And we're like, we're going to show, show them what the Lord's done. And I was still walking with the you know, I was gaining strength like each moment. We put in our manual wheelchair because we didn't know what the situation was going to be, if there were chairs, whatever. We didn't know. So it took me and my wife to lift up the manual wheelchair and put it in the vehicle. And we did that. And I drove. My wife said, you ain't driving. You ain't driven in four years. I'm like, well, I'm driving. <laughs> so I drove. Nice. When we got there, uh, the woman 
the, one of the few people would call and check up on my wife and I. She saw us first, and her jaw about dropped, and she started getting on the phone because we went. We had arrived early. She started getting on the phone. Everybody come looking, and there were hundreds of people all of a sudden. And um, well, she come up to me after, and there's a video clip on my on my testimony um, of me walking. She filmed that, and then she come up and said, "Tony, are you hungry?" As soon as she said, that, "I got hungry for the first time in at least four years." Wow. And uh, then she turned around. Her and her husband took me and my wife to Cracker Barrel. Did you have and the chicken before, fried steak? Yes. Yes. I did. <laughs> just just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. Please continue. <laughs> yes. And that had been my last meal, actually. And so it was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> I ate the whole thing. After not eating for so long, after no nutrition for so long, the next day when the home health care nurse came, she said, that proved it was the Lord. You should have dropped down dead. And um, I prayed for my first person right before he walked in to uh, Cracker Barrel. He was in a wheelchair. I'm like, dude, I just I just got up from a wheelchair. <laughs> I said, I had Lou Gehrig's disease. I'm healed now. And in Jesus' name, you're healed. And then I looked. He had no legs, and that kind of took me back some. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was my first experience, and I've been praying for the sick ever since. And um, started studying the Bible that night. Uh, I Everybody saw the immense change in me. And it, the, whatever demons I had had, everything else just left me. The PTSD, all of that, um, there was just so much radical change in me. And it was like, I don't know, a month or so later, my wife noticed that I didn't have to have the curtains drawn anymore with the lights off. You know, I was, before then, I was mentally screwed up. But the Lord just, bam. And so that's how... That's how awesome he is. And I do want people to understand this was without even reading the Bible. The Lord wants us all healed. Well, that is such a good story. And uh, I, I love hearing that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And we are up against our second break here. We're going to get into our final segment right after these words. And again, listeners, you may want to hit the rewind button and check that out again. That was a great story. And uh, when we come back, Tony's going to be teaching a little lesson on um, something very near and dear to his heart. He's going to be doing a little prayer for our audience. So keep it locked right here. We'll be right back here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Hey, everyone. Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, you know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. 
All right, listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast, our final segment, and this is where we heat things up. Tony's been telling us a great story today about just his personal healing testimonies, healings he's seen in the field. This is this is a wild show today here we got going on, and uh, it's it's only going to get better because now we're up against our lesson segment. So, Tony, what would you like to share with our listeners today? I'm going to share a little bit on hope. And it's confident expectation. It isn't wishful thinking. This is near and dear to my heart because why wasn't I healed when I declared to the doctors, nurses, and social workers that the Lord was going to heal me? And here's why. I had a lack of expectation. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope, confident expectation, put off makes the the body sick. And so I had no hope at that point. And that is one reason, and there, there were some other reasons, but the Lord showed me, because I kept asking the Lord, well, why wasn't I healed then when it looked like faith? It was two years later, when I had just tried to kill myself, and he, I had, these Bible verses would keep jumping out at me because you, I had no expectation at that time. I could not conceive being dying one minute and being healed the next. In my case, with seeing the vision, with recognizing what Jesus had done, that he had put to death the very thing that was killing me, hope came without my realization, confident expectation. And so I just, for all of those out there that maybe been struggling a long time, listen to these testimonies. Listen to all the testimonies. They build up confident expectation without us knowing it. And so that is the one thing. And expect it now. Hope put off makes the heart sick. Don't put it off. Desire comes. It is the tree of life. And so that's just what I want to leave everyone with. No matter your situation, bring the expectation up. Jesus wants you healed now. He already paid for it. Thank you, Jesus. It's a done deal. Gotta love it. Tony, if people would like to maybe contact you, ask you some more questions, find out how they can get healed on in on, in their time on their own, however they're doing it, uh, where can people find you? Where can they track you down? And uh, you also have a YouTube video that I'd like you to share. Where can they find all that? Okay. Um, first of all, feel free to call my cell phone. I have it all over the place. It's Eight six five five eight five five four zero six. Now I normally turn it off about nine or ten o'clock, depending on how many people I'm talking to. But feel free to call me there. Um, I'm Tony Myers M Y E R S two on Facebook, and I've got my icon is a picture of an empty wheelchair, man. Uh, and the video, I was, I have got 
about as complete as I can get right now, my testimony on YouTube. You can find it by going to T, as in Tango, November Tango, Tango, O-N-Y, 777, and just look for the paralyzed and dying man healed. And uh, I, I really want to get this out there because it shows the Lord's heart. All right, so now let's get a little prayer going up here. Let's finish this show nice and strong. So I'd like to ask you to pray for our audience. And um, if you come across anything that's a prompting or prophetic discernment, anything whatsoever, by all means, let it rip. And at this point, please pray for our audience and take us all the way to the amen, please. In Jesus' name, right now, Suzette. She goes by the name Suzette. She's lost her hair. And I think... Uh, chemotherapy, in Jesus' name, be healed now. Thank you, Jesus. Joe, right right arm, there, extreme pain. Right arm, and I, I feel like the, underneath the shoulder blade as well, it's a radiating pain. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. I just speak everyone as listening at the sound of my voice, all sound mind, sound mind, no depression, spirit depression, leave. I just speak life, health, and prosperity over every single person. Judy, there's um, Judy left knee, just had surgery. Lots of pain. Pain, you go now. All remnants of that surgery, be healed now. Thank you, Jesus. I just speak health and prosperity, a sound mind to every person listening, that everything that the Lord has paid for happens in your life right now. Blessings to every single person let the impossible is possible. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, listeners. Anytime that you get any sort of healing, or if your name was called out, we'd love to hear from you. And I ask you to please share your experience with us and uh, tell us about your he healing or allow us to continue praying for you with our team as well. So you can message us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. That's our email address. And you can visit dominionfire.com for all of our other points of contact, including our Facebook, social media, and make sure please visit youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch to subscribe to our vlog and make sure you share that and share the videos and make them all go viral for me because you heard the show today, right? And this is getting a seriously good, solid, strong message out to the world of what's possible for people all over the world who are experiencing this. The world needs to hear this, guys. There's too much noise out there that's not doing anybody any good. It needs to stop, and people need to hear this. So uh, please tell everybody about the show. Please share it on iTunes. Um, rate it uh, five-star on iTunes and on Stitch or anywhere you can. Please get this word out and uh, make this thing go crazy. So um, I think that's about it. So, Tony, thank you for being here. Thanks for joining us. And listeners, thank you, as always, for being here as well. And uh, we'll be back with you next week with our next guest. And we're rolling ahead toward episode 100. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. As we always say here at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. And we'll see you next time.